Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, welcome back to FFC. I'm Maureen. I'm Jeanette. I'm Eve. We are back with our much-anticipated final recap of Cruel Summer. You'll notice you're getting it a couple days late, and sometimes real life happens, and injuries happen to me. So we uh, had to postpone it a couple days, but I know you're not going to worry because Cruel Summer is done, and I know that you're dying to hear the many things that we have to say about this episode. <laughs> At least oh. I have many things to say. I have so many things to say. Oh, many things. It's probably beneficial that we like took a little bit of time to record this because I feel like I needed to process like all of it to like be able to come in here and talk about it i feel like so. i needed to calm down a little bit before i record i think this. that's it because <laughs> i was just a little disappointed with how not disappointed in like the story like we'll get into it like i, I wasn't necessarily dis- i will not say i'm disappointed with the season because i still love the storyline but just lots of things that i felt like we needed one more episode just to kind of we give us a little more time more of something yeah <laughs> so let's yes. Let's dig into what happened in the episode first, because we we have a lot of things that we want to go through here, but let's talk about what happened in the episode. Now, did anyone else notice that it said um, 1999 winter when it opened, but it was Luke on the dock, so it was clearly winter of 2000? I did not. That was my first, like, really? (laughs) These are things that you should get down pat in a show like this. It's clearly winter 2000. It's New Year's Eve, day after New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Day, 2000. But uh, hmm. yes, okay. no, not, I mean, not a big deal, but I think for me, it kind of set the tone for the whole episode. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it is a big deal. It is now winter 2000. Mm-hmm. Oh, for a second, like when they showed that, I said, oh, wait, there's more that happened in winter, not to, like 1999. Like, oh, what did we miss? And then I was like, wait, but this is just after the cabin. So mm-hmm. where are we? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we find out that Brent was the one who was paged. Mm-hmm. And I I did kind of enjoy how they set this up yeah. that we got to see Brent go down there and we didn't really see what happened. I like that they filtered out what happened throughout the episode, mm-hmm. but we see him come through wet or we see this, the shoes wet. He's soaking wet. The one thing the continuity error had there is they fought at, in the night, right? I, I assume at some point early morning, but it was dark outside. Yeah. When Steve woke up, you have to imagine he's not waking up at 4 a.m., 3 a.m. It's light outside. You can see things and he's still soaking wet. So how much time did Brent go out there? And the reason I'm pointing this out is because Isabella went out there when it was still dark and killed Luke. Yeah. But Luke was home during the day sitting there soaking wet. Well, yeah, it makes me wonder. It's like, well, obviously he wasn't swimming around looking for him for that long because at some point Isabella was there and killed him yeah exactly but you you kind of thought he was at first just by seeing how soaking wet he was mm -hmm. that he searched long and hard but he would at least be moderately dry if that were the case he stayed at the or no I don't know unless he went home and then went back here's the thing early in the morning and now he's coming back wet I don't I yeah, think it's no. a continuity error, which is a yeah. real bummer because That's- this show cannot have continuity errors. A show no. that's set up like this, you can't do that. They would have crossed paths at some point. So that's another mistake 
that it was light when Brent went came back soaking wet. There were still wet footprints on the floor. So he's wet enough to soak things on the floor enough that you could see them on the floor. So he had just come back home soaking wet and Isabel went there when it was still dark. So that's a continuity error. And that was another yeah. thing. I was like, come on, guys. All you had to do was just make it still dark outside at his house. And exactly. he got woken up by him coming in. And that's exactly. Why, like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I, I don't know how special effects work, but just make it dark. <laughs> Not- you can very easily do editing yeah. can't be that hard i mean they already do it with the color differences between the years so i mean come on yeah you're better than this we know you're better than this but we see that brent and luke bicker luke is sick of hearing how their mom died dad publicly blamed him and he wouldn't carry the weight anymore but he says that something along the lines of i don't want to be like you and dad you two are the same and that obviously ticks brent off because i don't think brent likes his dad very much either no, and I, I think that was a low blow from Luke because I don't necessarily think that Brent and his dad are the same. Like, I mean, Brent and Brent also just came out there to help you. Like, I don't know. I, I, I felt mean, like it was definitely like, there's definitely similarities. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Brent thinks he's untouchable, but that's about where it ends. But I wouldn't call him and Steve the same. No, no. Yeah. And what a good dad to tell the world publicly my son killed his mother. Like, yeah, what? he is an awful human being. Awful. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I have no words for that. It was, I was so irritated with that. More irritated that we're just hearing about this in the last two episodes, but yeah, whatever it is, what it is. But the fact that Steve said that to him was just terrible, just terrible. And what, do you remember what point it was that Brent shoved him in? Was it that when he was talking about his mom? No, it was when, because I, I had to be like, okay, I feel like I kind of got this right just a little bit. I'm pretty sure it was when he was telling him about like the tape. Like he mentioned something about the tapes mm-hmm. and Brent was like, are you serious? Because I got, so, I got so much hell for this. And then he I smiled like about it though. And he, he complimented him on it. But was I thought that was where they started fighting. That was where it started because Luke came back at him when Brent was like, oh, wow. Props to you, bro. Okay. And then Luke got upset that he's like, no, you don't understand. That was supposed to be something on you. I was supposed to show, I was trying to show dad how awful you were. Because Brent was almost proud of him for that. But there was something specific that Luke said that really pushed um, Brent over the edge and made him like shove him into, into that pole and then into the water. But I don't remember what exactly it was. I don't either. I think it was about the mom. It might've been. All right, so so we did go back and check because we wanted to be accurate. It was it was about him calling the mom a drunk, and that's something that they never even slightly hinted at. I wish it, they had hinted at that, so we could yes. at least have had a guess. I yeah. feel like he hinted at so much this season. We'll get into that towards the end. There were so many green ring pops this season, and then for them to not even hint at this one storyline that was actually pretty important yeah. to Luke's mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. that's just uh, that just feels really really sloppy to me mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i know uh, the one good thing about brent's character here is that he did jump in and try to save him he thought he's just messing around at first he didn't luke didn't tell him what the girls had done to him luke didn't tell him even how he asked yeah. him what happened to his ear and luke didn't even answer that question so he didn't know what he had gone through that night he didn't mean for him to fall in the water he did it no. was a complete accident he did ju- dive in to save him and i do think just from what we've seen of his character and his loyalty to family, I think he would have looked for Luke until it was daylight. I think he would have, yeah. but they screwed that up by having Isabella come there. So it makes him look like he's 
doesn't care that much. He looked for five minutes and then left. So yeah, he did. He did come back when it was late. Steve runs out to the dock and yells for Luke. Doesn't see him. He did seem upset, but he didn't get in the water. He just yelled his name over and over again mm-hmm. and then left. Yeah, I was really confused by that. Or I guess I wasn't confused because, you know, it's not like Steve has been a stellar human being. <laughs> but I was, I, I paused it and I was like, and I had to say this out loud to myself just to, you know, I guess explain things to myself. And I said, so he goes to the dock, he screams, Luke, Luke, and then goes home. Yep. That's it. Like, I'm sorry if your son is- I mean, why aren't you jumping in either, and trying to- it's either one of two things. Your son is still in the water or he's up and run away. Either way, he's not going to come over and say, oh, hey, dad, here I am. And like at this point, I mean, Brent has told you this story. Like, it's not like he hurt him. He, they got into a little altercation. He pushed him. Look, hit his head, fell in the water. Brent tried to get him out. You could call the cops. Yes. Brent's not going to get in trouble at all. Mm-hmm he's not exactly so i don't understand the logic of <laughs> like covering it up steve is not a logical man and there's nothing it's not like this will bring any like bad press to your family if anything it would be it's going to be tragic either way so like you know you think i mean horrible person he'd be like oh you know i'll get some sympathy stuff here happening like because mm-hmm. i feel like that's how his brain would probably work you know yeah like I just it, none of it makes sense like no like it, it, w- it would be different if Brent had said I strangled him or I held him under the water until he drowned it would make more sense to try to cover that I mean it wouldn't be good it would be horrible yeah. to cover that up it's your son killing your other son but that would make more sense than yeah. I ac- I pushed him and he accidentally fell and hurt himself and I couldn't find him those yeah. are two very different storylines yeah and then we have, on the other end, we have Megan upset that Isabella put the third pill in, coming at her for it. It was Isabella's idea to put the third one in, and Megan did give her a look, so I will give her that credit. Mm-hmm. But this was kind of an idea that, this is nothing, they didn't really show us who cooked up this idea. We have no idea which one did it. We just know what Megan said to Isabella at the party. That's it. We don't know. I got the impression it was Isabella's idea to at least drug him. But that's because we find out kind of what kind of person she is. That- mm-hmm. And but Megan seemed remorseful, whereas yes. Isabella did not. And that's the other thing, too, is that, well, I think too, the, the last two episodes, they made Isabella absolutely bat crap crazy, like mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Yeah, they didn't. There wasn't even a build up to that. It was like a switch had been flipped and it was like they did it to fit their story. Yeah. Not really the character, because I, I would be it, what they built her up as is careful and calculated that's what they built her up to be they should have leaned into that but they didn't they just made her go off the rails crazy all of a sudden yeah because like last last season okay even though i mean to the point that we still argue about what jeanette Mm -hmm. did because they had us so couldn't like we weren't sure is she a good person is she crazy is she Mm -hmm. it was so good at like the idea that she heard kate in the basement and didn't say anything still made sense to us even though even if we didn't want to believe it yeah because all season long they had kind of toyed with this idea whereas Isabella at first you thought that but then they had I mean I was completely duped I thought for sure Isabella was the good guy here there were several episodes that Megan was the one I didn't Mm -hmm. trust yeah like I think Isabella's like the well not exactly the innocent one but I was like I think 
of the two, like Megan's the crazy one. I agree. That was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have two different ideas completely about how it should go. Megan wants to go back, but Elizabeth thinks she's being too soft. He deserves it. All this nonsense. And then she says from there, oh my gosh, you're forgiving him. Sorry, from what Megan said, how did you get to that conclusion? I mean, just because she doesn't want him to die doesn't mean she's forgiving him. That's a pretty big jump. Is that what we're in the business of now? Like, you know, killing this poor boy because he lied about a kiss and Mm -hmm. a tape? It's like, yeah, sure, maybe he deserves to be tied up on that bed and they leave him, but drugging him and shooting his ear off. It's like... You can't really be all that surprised that all of a sudden Megan is like, whoa, 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 hold (laughs) on. Not what I signed up for. Exactly. And the other aspect there too is that if they had stayed with what they'd been built up of Isabella's character, she would still be crazy. But everything she did, at least we can see from how they ended her character, everything she did was to stay in Megan's good graces. Mm -hmm. Why would what she did there, none of that would keep her Megan's good graces. Luke had already spilled the beans about her and him and Isabella. So she was already couldn't trust her, already mad at her. How is this going to change that? It doesn't. It makes it worse. Yeah. And so they completely fit the script on her character. Yeah. I I don't know. It was weird, I think. It was super weird. They spent the whole season building her up to be like cool and calculating. But this wasn't cool and calculating. It was like completely off the rails insane Mm -hmm. exactly and i did notice too when they went back to the cabin in the morning isabella is just slowly walking behind megan where megan has urgency when she goes in there and i was like "Uh uh-oh that was yeah i didn't notice that at first but going back and thinking about it okay that makes sense that because she knows what happened Mm -hmm. you know but and i did have a question was this the episode where isabella asked her how good she was at forging luke's signature or handwriting that was this episode yes okay. and so we find out that even the letter was her idea like mm-hmm. everything bad that happened was isabella's idea yep everything and then all of it. that's i mean that's basically all that happens in winter of 2000 so let's move into present day let's let's go into what happens where Ms. isabella and this this part was also like why are you doing it this way yeah. isabella megan hack into the system to get to the tapes and she even says we have to do it before they do you know you didn't kill and it's megan saying this it would be it makes sense if it was isabella Mm -hmm. but megan is saying this you know you didn't kill him why do you need to get to it before the cops do because it's gonna show who did it exactly like unless she was just simply afraid of like what uh, still afraid of like the part that they did play in it i don't know it just seemed i mean unless she thought she was just worried about them seeing that they went to the mm-hmm. cabin with Luke and then left without him. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but I just, I thought that was dumb. You know, yeah. you didn't do it. So, yeah. <sighs> and then they see that Steve's car went out and they went to go confront Steve because that's brilliant. That's going to work out in your favor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I-, I was really confused about that. I was like, who had this idea? Because did they really think that Steve was going to fess up to these two teenage girls who he'd spent yeah. the whole season trying to screw over? Yes. <laughs> oh, you're right. You got me. I killed my son. It's all over for me. No. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? You got me. I'll go turn myself in. Like, what was their reasoning behind that? My other question, too, is that Brent went out there first. 
And yeah. then Steve drove out there. Where was Brent driving out there? I think that, well, I don't know. I mean, I thought that he just drove Steve's car. Like That's I what don't... I thought at first, but there should have been two times when Steve's car had driven yeah. out there. I mean, maybe they just stopped after they saw the first one, but still. Yeah, I, I just assumed that he'd been driving Steve's car. I didn't think too much. I didn't really think that through, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to pull coals in this because I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty. I mean, I don't think it's completely understandable here. So I do feel a little victorious that Trevor's name is still coming up in the final episode. Just want to say, I feel a little victorious about that. And since that question was never answered, I can have whatever theory I want about this. So I'm claiming victory on that one. Okay. <laughs> but Brett is outside listening to all this happen. He's listening to the girls confront him and he's listening to what Steve is saying. And obviously Brett knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. He's very aware. And the girls, this was what I thought this was actually really pow- a powerful scene when they go up to the car and Isabella, it's like she forgot what they've done. She forgot what happened to Luke and she looks at Megan and is like, it's like old times. Um, not exactly. You know. <laughs> not exactly. Because, well, as we find out by the end of the episode, the girl is completely insane. Yeah. Yes, but here's my issue with how they played this out. Megan has been ghosting her. Well, we don't know how long because they never discussed that. They never show that and they never answer that question ever. But Megan has been ghosting her for quite some time. And all of a sudden you're going to get mad that she's doing it. Like this is, she has not altered her position on how much she dislikes you. Yeah. Just suddenly you're going to be like, oh, screw you. What then what was all that work that you were doing for? What was all that for? So she leaves and she says, she yells at her for her lack of loyalty. Like, oh my gosh. And I, 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 that part I got because they're trying to make her crazy. But again, Mm -hmm. they flip the switch on her character, but where she, obviously she's saying, I killed him for you. Yeah which yeah. is nuts and this is the other thing did you guys notice that um she was staying at a hotel not parker's house i saw that too and i thought well that's weird like i wonder why unless the parker thing was just for the one night but like again like why it was the same hallway same yeah. exact hallway that parker walked down so parker went to go see her at the hotel oh that's true Plus, she mm-hmm. never went to well did she ever end up at parker's though no she was at the hotel not. from the moment she moved out of their airstream she went to the hotel and yeah. that's when that's when we find out that she has checked out and ducked out. And here's another fancy, fancy thing that they expect us to believe Isabella knew how to do. She turned in a doctored tape where it was only conveniently just no part of the tape was ruined. So they couldn't rewind it, though. Yeah. <laughs> they could only like, play it forward from that one spot. And that's all that was on the tape. How did you do that? Are you Harry Potter? Like, there's no, there's the, no way you could do that. To the point that, like, when they said this, I thought in my head... Oh, is Jeff involved in this somehow? Because I thought if anyone would have been able to make this happen, mm-hmm. maybe Jeff. Because it's not like now, guys. This is like the year. This is two thousand. You can't just doctor a tape. Like this isn't how this works. I mean, you could, I guess, record over it. But would you record over it with? You know what I mean? Like you. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was a that was definitely a big plot hole, and I'm like, that's not how you do this i don't the one thing she could do is i remember in 2000s they had like those vcrs where you could put two tapes in and one would record but do you really think she had that at the hotel no they probably not the hotel. yeah <laughs> so there's yeah, she, this is just like they're expecting us to just just trust us just go with this it's yeah. gonna happen like no i don't uh, i don't want to just trust you on this because this is not reality this could not happen yeah. and the sheriff arrests her in charge of luke's, luke's murder based on what right that she said i can't believe you shot him and luke says i can't believe you shot me 
that but he's Luke, alive well and the fact that like you know like luke didn't die from a gunshot wound mm-hmm. worst case maybe. you could like be charged with like some sort of like obstruction yeah because i mean obviously you know information but like you can't charge her with murder you have nothing to show that she murdered anyone and then and the and the sheriff doesn't seem like he was willing to be swayed by Steve pushing him and pushing him to make an arrest. So I don't know if we could even argue that he just arrested her because Steve was pushing him to. Because, um, well, at least as far as I know, yeah, they haven't really painted the sheriff to be that kind of guy. Unless the whole, because we did talk about Luke and the sheriff's relationship a lot. Unless the point of that is to make it seem like the sheriff was so invested in like luke that he would make a rash decision like that it's not believable to me but that's the only thing that could come to mind that that's what they were trying to paint for us that he would be a little biased in his like what's going on i don't know he did seem uh he did seem upset while he was arresting her Mm -hmm. like it it almost looked like he was about to cry while he was arresting her while he kept telling her you have a right to remain remain silent all this stuff and steve was pushing him to arrest isabella and Ned, mm-hmm. those are the two he wanted to pin it on, not Megan. And that's, and we were right about this. We can all pat ourselves on the back. Brent did tell his dad his in life is going to be ruined. He was talking about Megan, obviously. Yep. So we were right about that. Yep. Um, unless, and this just came to mind, unless for some reason the sheriff suspected that Brent was involved and he knew that by maybe arresting Megan, that would force Brent to come forward because of him wanting to protect her i would believe that if the rest of their police work wasn't so shoddy i I don't think this sheriff i I had high hopes for the sheriff but they did bad police work this entire season i mean there's even times when we're like no we can't believe he's that bad no they would have done this so i don't know that he thought that far ahead i think he genuinely was like i gotta arrest somebody and you're it i think the angle is more i love luke and i can't believe that's gotta be to him but it wouldn't hold up in court and he had to know that yeah no and this is when it, when brent confronts his dad that's when steve slaps him so his dad is full of violence mm-hmm. and this is where i think i had the thought when he went in there of you know brent went in to see megan and he said i got him to leave let me talk to you for five minutes i think the angle he went with was you're gonna want to hear what i have to say to her mm-hmm. and so the, obviously the police the sheriff was listening he let himself go get arrested but one thing i wanted to ask was in the end of the episode cops show up at steve's house right yeah. We see the. Do we ever find out what they do with Steve? No, I mean, I'm guess. I mean, because what are you? I mean, what are you gonna get Steve on other than simply like again maybe obstruction? But like he's a great. In my opinion, he's a grieving father whose one kid is dead, the other one's going to jail at this point for murder. I, I don't know. Are we really gonna like? I don't know. It just seems so dramatic of him sitting there just drinking, like he just knew they were like coming to get him, like for what, like. I mean, they would have, it didn't wouldn't matter if he's grieving. They would still have to arrest him for obstruction of justice. They would yeah. still have to arrest him because he knew, or he thought he knew his son was dead. He knew who did it. And they, he yeah. asked them to arrest somebody else. It just seemed dramatic for no it reason. It was dramatic for sure. And this is where you see the police work is really terrible because Ned gets Megan a job in Palo Alto. And she goes out yep. to the docks after all this to basically say goodbye to Luke. And she is the one who finds the cameras by yeah. the docks. I mean, it was pretty it, clear too. Like <laughs> this giant ass camera, like yes. yeah. And you talked 
to Ned. You have all of his. Did you only look at two of them? Were you like, yeah, it seems like a lot of work to go through all these cameras. I'm just going to go through one or two. Since the kid drowned. So like the first one I would look at would be the one that would show the water. Mm-hmm. No, Jeanette, that's too obvious. Because that's probably where it, it where if nothing else, a body was dumped there because we pulled him from the water. Mm-hmm. He drowned in the water. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm gonna look for my evidence. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've not been to like I'm not a cop. I've been to no police academy or anything, but that to me would make sense. Yes. And I'm if the average person knows that, I believe. People who are professional in this area should do you that. You would think so? Too. Yes, maybe, maybe. And of course, it's Megan who is able to see the video. <laughs> just, just awful. She sees Luke kill murder. Nope. Kill that's, murder. that's not. That's not. That's not what I meant to say. She sees Isabella kill Luke. It, that was a cold, cold, that, cold scene, though. That, that was like made me really sad. Like yes. it was pounding the whole time. That was. That was real sad. Because this whole episode, I'm thinking, you know what? Luke is alive. Luke is alive. We are going to find out at the end. Like, I just had it in my head for, and I mean, he kind of was for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then it was just so, I guess in my head, I never, like, I thought she was crazy. But the fact, just the way she just casually just held his little head down with her foot and then just pushed him and sailed him away. It was just so, like, cold. That yeah. was like wild. Like it was dark. It was pretty dark. I didn't expect it to be that dark. And she goes from all that to making new friends on a plane, calling herself Lisa, which is a dumb twist. That's yeah. a dumb twist. I'm sorry. It's stupid. Yeah. What is she gonna hide under Lisa's name? Um, they're aware of what Lisa's name is. So and, there's no and reason. Going, and she was going to Ibiza. Wasn't that where Lisa died? St. Bart's. I don't okay. know if that's an Ibiza. What is the connection with Ibiza? Because I remember her, them saying Ibiza something. earlier. Maybe that's where the school was. They met. No, maybe, maybe I don't know. I just remember that, like, because it was funny. Because we then I was watching Summer I Turned Pretty, and Stephen mentioned that Shayla was in Ibiza, and I was like, oh, watch out, <laughs> Shayla, stay away from Lisa. Okay. Okay, so Saint Bart's is in Ibiza. Okay, see, this would be uh, helpful if I knew this information. Okay. So she's going back to where Lisa dies. She's using Lisa's name after there's evidence that she killed, like, what, how? Wait, for me, it would make more sense to the story if she, like, took Megan's name. Yes. Because then it would feel like, I don't know, somehow, I don't know. I it was a dumb a twist. a better way to, like, tie that mm-hmm. together. And I gotta tell you, it wasn't even a twist. She's bat crazy. It's not no. a twist. No. No, I mean, I guess the twist at the end, like, but what they should have done, in my opinion, if we want to do a twist like we did at the end of season one, is that on that video, like, we don't even find out the video, okay? We just see her go back at night. We see Luke wash up on the shore and not tell us what she did. And then we could have believed, did she help him get away? Is he Mm -hmm. alive somewhere? Or a cool twist, Luke walk out of the bathroom, like, on the plane. Like, something. Like, it felt like there would have been a better... But I like the idea of it being ambiguous because that's what it was last season. I wish we had just seen him wash up and us not see what she did. Mm-hmm. Because then that could have been like we could have like came yeah. up with our own conclusions like we did last season. Honestly, that's where I thought they were going to go with it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So let's let's get to the questions that they answered. All right. And our, our list is longer of the questions that they raised, by the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> it's much shorter 
So, all right, let, let's let's go through those. So the first question answered is Luke thought the tape was Brent's and he wanted to show his dad his favorite wasn't all shiny. We got that right in the last couple episodes. We figured that out. That Isabella killed Luke. That's what they answered. Okay. Yes, Luke is actually dead. That's a question we've been asking all season that long. That's a valid question. Yep. Yeah. Debbie is in remission. And this is a little footnote. This ticked me off. I'm sorry. You start the season out with making this a big deal and you handle it by in the end, Brent coming over to say, how's your mom? And she says, she's in remission. Yeah. Like, why did we even put that in there? It wasn't necessary. It was not necessary at all. It's like they flat out lied to us the entire season. I was so irritated. Cancer is a big deal. You don't just go into remission the way they've had it play out. It's, oh, I'm so mad. And were the muscle relaxers hers? Like, do you need exactly. muscle relaxers? No. Like, I don't, that's what I, I was thinking. I know you I, don't. I don't. I don't have cancer, but it's you know, whole, I mean, I'm just. I mean, if that whole storyline was just to explain where the pills came from, that's, again. Lazy. Floppy and lazy. It's like. Well, pick a disease that actually would be prescribed yes. muscle relaxers. Then. Ditch that, and Isabella could have gotten the pills from pretty much anywhere because she's crazy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, how about you know, Debbie was in a little bit of an accident. She had like some sort of pinched nerve in her back. Then that's why she had like these yes. like muscle. She also could have been down for a little bit. Still needed Isabella's help, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have to be cancer. Like, but in the very first episode of summer of 2000, she had all the pills still. So she's still doing all these things. She was on the couch, unable to move. But for the rest of the time in every single section of this show, she was up around working, talking, uh-huh. hanging out. That's not how cancer works. She beat it's it really just quick, not. It's all yes. I'm saying. I mean, maybe there's a chance she could be in stage one, but if she had stage one, she wouldn't have that many pills. Yeah. It was, so, it was lazy storytelling. It, it ticked me off. It genuinely... genuinely take me off that one bugged me too (laughs) now this this isn't something that they answered for us necessarily but it's something i felt was answered lily is presumed missing but nobody cares (laughs) poor lily (laughs) so i mean well there was no point in megan even having a sister it wasn't necessary nowhere else it's so dumb we recorded two episodes and they were like you know it really doesn't make sense for megan to have a sister but i mean it's really easy to go back and take those things out so the sister the audience just doesn't notice that sweet little actress she did a great job in the three scenes she had this season and i'm glad that she was able to get work and get paid Mm -hmm. for this well done but But they did her dirty yeah and the fact i mean she wasn't she didn't even have anything in the final episode freddie, nothing freddie had more scenes than she yes. did we barely knew who he was either so i still don't fully know which one freddie i don't is. really know either the only one i know is jeff so There's i don't know who tim, tim is i don't tim know who freddie is, is tim's the um the one with the dark hair don't they all uh, have dark hair well they are up to um i don't know i can picture because tim i followed him on instagram so i can picture his face i have no idea what his friend's name is i don't know i don't know because there's another one there's fred and tim isn't there there's one more because freddie was only like in eric two episodes is it eric okay eric. i don't know that's just a name i threw out there it sounded like a i have no idea <laughs> i don't know yeah i mean it's a very 2000s <laughs> name it's possible Sounds like it would fit <laughs> yeah works for me all right, so and we all they also answered that Ned's influence was the security tapes. They built him up all season for absolutely nothing. That was a very unfulfilling storyline. And Megan had truly no idea what happened. Isabel is insane. Those are the only questions they answered with the finale. Yeah. 
did I miss anything? You guys think there's something else they answered that I'm I'm, I'm missing? No. Okay. No. Let's dig into the four thousand things that they questions that they raised. All right. What happened to Megan's baby? Yes, I know there was an article, but that's freaking bogus. It's bogus. That one makes me really angry. Look, okay, I have so many things. Well, let's tell what the article said first. Okay. The article said that we are supposed, I don't have it up to read it verbatim, but basically, we were supposed to just assume that Megan had a false positive and she was never actually pregnant. (laughs) First of all, first of all, okay, false positives are very rare. Mm-hmm. false negatives happen all the time your hormone levels aren't high enough for the test to read it cool that happens a lot yep false positives are like so rare like you could have just easily mentioned the miscarriage you could have maybe it could have been an atopic pregnancy those things would have explained mm-hmm. as to why she would get a positive test but no baby cool but like or you know what we could have done we could have just not had that storyline it didn't benefit anything or you could have done it i would have believed it maybe a little more if you had said like she just thought she was pregnant let's say mm-hmm. she was late and she told yes. us about that yes we could have assumed i would have at least thought okay one of the options is turns out she wasn't pregnant but when you've got a positive pregnancy test like i'm gonna assume that you're pregnant at least for a, a period of time but no apparently not not to mention all the blood on the cabin floor so now we don't know what that's about either. That we just left there. Here, here's the thing about that. We are genuinely expected to believe that that is the blood from Luke's ear because they made a point in episode eight to show him dripping blood on the floor. Like now you're telling cops, though. Like, and you're he... telling me these cops didn't go to that cabin and find blood somewhere? Well, that's they... a place Luke goes regularly. Well, Maureen, they didn't check the cameras that that looked out at the docks where he literally yeah so i it totally makes sense and the fact that i'm sorry megan knew it was there so much so that when someone heard that they pulled a body she immediately went to go clean it up you wouldn't have done that beforehand i would have i mean i'm not saying i've ever committed a crime but i if if i ever did i'm gonna go ahead and dispose of any yes like immediately I mean, you sat with this information for seven months, very aware that there's that blood on the floor, and they didn't spend that much time in the cabin anyway to know that, so now she's thinking about it hyperactively for seven months and waits until there's a body to clean it up? Plus, even if he had been alive, you still shot him. Yes. That was still a crime. Exactly. Exactly. And where is Lily? Sorry, that's just always going to be a thing. That's You you couldn't even say she was at Olivia's house in the last episode. You couldn't even say that. Lily got the hell out of there and I don't blame her one bit. Everybody's crazy. Go on, Lily. Move in with Olivia. Lily got there I, said, I can tell that this girl is absolutely <laughs> bat crap crazy. I'm out of here. Olivia's she, parents were like, you know what, Lily? I, I, we can't send you back home to this. Why don't you just stay here? Maybe she's Ned's real daughter and she's with Ned. I mean. In his panic room. Maybe the dad maybe dad finally came back and was like, you know what, Lily, I'm gonna need you to just come on home with me, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Poor the Lily. other the other question is what happened truly in St. Bart's? They brought up that whole freaking storyline and never addressed it again. Trevor showed up for one episode, heavily mm-hmm. talked about this, and it was never brought up again. Um, well, friends die around you. That's it. At this Unless- point, I'm thinking that Isabella killed Lisa. 
I mean, that's where my head goes now, just simply because of what we saw with Luke. I mean, I, I think she, maybe she did the, maybe we're supposed to assume that she did the same thing to Lisa as well. I don't know. They're expecting us to make a lot of assumptions. That's it. That and we one don't, is at least, I feel like that one's a more logical assumption than the baby. So I can gladly make that jump easier than I can the baby. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't mind claiming my theory is correct on that, but still, I mean, they made a big deal about it. And then even the, the floppy disk of summer of 1998, like what was on, there? what was on that? Like yeah. you made a huge deal about that in the first episode and it was never discussed again. Maybe, maybe that was her evidence. Maybe she did something crazy to like her and Trevor did something crazy to, um, what's that her and who? <laughs> But yeah, but see, Trevor is the Megan in this storyline, so therefore he's actually the innocent one. <laughs> Still involved. The other thing is Isabella just gonna get off scot-free and continue murdering people? Apparently. Like, community? Is that how that works? I don't really know. I, I mean the cops are too dumb in this town to look at all of the videos, so they don't even have any idea that he killed Megan. Or that she killed Luke. So is Megan going to go to them and be like, hey, I found this video for you, you slackers. And the, like, what? what? There's no resolution. None. And where did Isabella's lawyer go? Why didn't oh, she stop her from doing stuff? Oh, Isabella's lawyer. Yeah, I don't know. She just, I, she said, I'm done with this. Like, <laughs> But I think I she know. gets paid very well. That brings up the other question. Why did the money dry up for Megan's lawyer? I thought daddy was paying for all this. That's something we never talked about again either. It's like they just had him show up for one episode so they could explain how she was paying for this. Mm -hmm. They would create storylines to explain other things. And it that is lazy. It's mm -hmm. so lazy. And it ticked me off. There, You have to make more substance out of this. Yeah. And why was the Chambers mom only brought up in the last two episodes? Yeah, we talked about it. But we didn't talk about any of this until the last two episodes. Nope. No. At all. I mean, they I remember... They talked about a whole lot of other things that they didn't need to talk about. Yes. But, like, we could have hinted at, like, her drinking problem. Like, maybe, like, Steve didn't want the boys drinking, maybe because they were afraid that they would... Like, there could have been ways of working that storyline in mm -hmm. without, like, you know, I don't know. Or at least just Steve doing a quick, I can't believe you drink at that party after... After you know, what happened to your mother. What happened to yes. your mother. Like, something anything mm -hmm. yeah. exactly that and then also what about the sheriff's gambling issue that was a that was a green ring pop because they brought yeah. that up and then they showed him exchanging money with someone they were trying to lead us off the trail there but yeah never it was two episodes where they they made sure to focus on it and then they never brought it up again yeah. which i mean that's a green ring pop i'm, a, I'm okay to accept yeah. um just like jeff's illegal activity that, that one they answered though but they it was still it was not like important which yeah i think is the same type as like the green ring pop so like i'm okay with those little like things but like there was too many i think there was way too many way too and, many like why did megan go goth what made her go from winter of night of 2000 to summer 2000 going from what she dressed and looked like until then like something Actually, had to snap and change to make her do that i mean i'm trying to think back i feel like I mean, and Kentucky is usually behind on stuff, but like, I feel like the goth stuff happened earlier than 2000. I mean, so it was a mix. It was a mix, but I mean, we experienced it probably more around like, you know, 97, 98. And then, and we're usually way behind on trends. So it was like, it my seems... school was like, my high school was like half goths and I graduated in 2001. I don't know. It just seemed, 
out of nowhere. It, it was weird though. It was weird. And why did she cut Isabel off so harshly when they seemed to be semi okay? Mm-hmm. Like they weren't they weren't cut off the way they are now. It, Megan went to her and they talked about forging the letter. What made her hate Isabella the way she did? What? And the other thing that wasn't answered is when did Debbie get sick and how did Debbie get sick? They never, they said she's in remission. Now that word automatically makes you think cancer, but they never talked about it. They never addressed it. They yeah. never said how she got sick or even when she got sick. All we what know is kind of cancer. Yes. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. And they never answered what was Brent's connection to Megan? Like, why was it so strong? What happened there? Why is she the only one he's willing to protect? And that could have been clear. I mean, I've got all these ways you could have made that happen. Like we saw those videos of flashbacks. You could have thrown in a little bit of extra time of showing Brent and Megan being super close, like when they were Mm -hmm. kids, if we wanted to paint that picture or something. I don't know. There's just way, there's little ways of answering these questions. That's the irritating part. Yeah. We have this, the other two questions I have is why is Isabel introducing herself as Lisa now? That seems like a dumb plot point mm-hmm. and unnecessary completely. Yeah. I would understand if she oh. introduced herself as some other name, but the fact that she chose Lisa and she's going to where she possibly killed Lisa, because I think that's what we're kind of assuming at this point, mm-hmm. that feels really stupid on Isabella's part and we've learned that up until now Isabella's not stupid not at all yeah she's crazy but she's not stupid stupid. no the other thing we learn when Brent is confessing to Megan is Megan says you put the five thousand dollars in the cabin he said yes why is that what they say because that part I missed I thought she said you put the bag in the cabin the she said the money and the money was in the bag so that begs the question how did he get Isabella's bag why did he put the five thousand dollars in there? Unless he was trying to play out frame the Isabella. That because... I, I I don't know. I was going to ask you guys about that because I didn't understand. I think he was trying that. to frame her, and I just that assumed the five thousand was hers because that was the exact amount that she tried to give them to fix the plumber. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed that the money was still hers, and maybe he just got her bag that had the money in it, but it was already her money. But I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How did he get her bag though? Like how, how did he have access to it? It's not like he was over there all the time. He didn't go on her air. They never showed him going into her airstream. They, they he hated he her. Though. Yeah. Hated him. So there was no relationship there whatsoever. It made, it does make sense in how he's confessing it to assume yeah. he's trying to frame, um, frame Isabella, which is where we also assume they were trying to frame Ned because he said, dad didn't care if it was Isabella or Ned. That's who he wanted to pin it on. That's what he did say. So, I mean, we can assume that, but that's that's my issue with this is they are expecting us to assume everything that is left open-ended do your job write the ending yeah i i agree all right so those do you guys have any other questions that you thought were left open-ended or that were created in this those are the only ones i could remember i think those were the really ones okay i don't think there's anything else i mean it's just such a long list i know yeah i think that's I mean, the cancer and the baby were the two that got me the most. So yeah, we talked those- about with those. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go into accuracy. What were we right on? And we were right on some things. I will. I, I enjoy that we got. I don't know, like Which eight things right. A like crazy storyline and the way they took everything. The fact that we were right about anything is worth <laughs> props. I think exactly. So <laughs> because none of it made sense in the end. Nope. I was convinced I would be right about exactly nada. Yeah. 
Well, we were we were right about Megan giving or Brent giving himself up because he cared for Megan. Yeah. We were right about Luke playing the tape thinking it was Brent's, although we were unsure of that until the final, until last episode. So episode nine is where we're like, oh no, it was Luke. Yeah. Of course they showed us that. So I think I'll take 50% on that. Right. We knew Luke. We, we were right up. I, I said yeah, I mean I said several times that every time we mentioned it, I said, Well, Luke played like when we found out Luke played, I said, I don't think he thought it was his tape yes. though. So Yes. I'm gonna take that little little sliver of a win. We should. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, we were also Steve covered up what he believes Brent did. I, I guessed that last week, but I clearly did not get the background or the hows of that situation correct. It's just that How Steve is you? covering up for Brent. How could you? Um Jeanette and Eve. Now I went back through all of our outlines that we've done. Uh-huh. We only we only kept them post episode four. So yeah. I went back and added what we have. So Jeanette and Eve have Brent listed as someone Luke would have called or paged in there list from the last couple yeah. of weeks and i i and i think i said in there like i mean my exact words were it could have been brent killed him but he didn't do it on purpose yeah so and that's what i thought too. that's what happened <laughs> that's what eve but, said too you know um and until episode nine everyone but marine did think he was dead <sighs> i was the only one who was like i won't commit but you all thought he was dead up until then but i never said he was for sure alive i just said i don't know <laughs> So I, which I'm not claiming partial I, for that. I think you can, and I'm giving that to you because, like, he didn't die in the way that we think he yes. died at first. So the fact that it was part of the twist, I think there was reason that we were supposed to be doubting yes. whether he was dead or not. So that's fine. I agree. Uh, the other thing we got right was that there's a possibility that any one of us could be right about St. Parks. St. Marts, though, I personally think mine is the most probable. But you know, that's that's just me yeah because i changed my answer i mean i don't think trevor did it but i i think she killed her now mm-hmm. like so i i will say i was wrong because i think at this point i was wrong yes but we could all be right on there that's the benefit of that true we were right uh that ned's cameras were key and that was the main reason but i i think i was also right that steve was trying to use him as a scapegoat brent did say that so we got that right and the last thing we were right on eve was the one who got this and we all very quickly jumped on her boat <laughs> that Isabella shot him and that he was purposely drowned. But everyone who said it was an accident was also correct. I, um, I, part of my theory was that he was purposely drowned. I thought that it had, but, but we were also correct about the fact that he was pushed into the water by Brent and that was an accident. That part yes. was an accident. So yes, that was an accident. But it wasn't what killed him. What killed him yeah. was Isabella intentions. Stone cold. So we were all right on that, right? It was an accident and then it was on purpose. That's the only benefit to them answering almost nothing. <laughs> so that we'd be like, hey, we were all right. We all did a great all job. <laughs> all right. So let's dig into our final thoughts on this season two. Eve, why don't you take it first? I'm just going to read so that I yeah. don't add everything that upset me. But. I said great mystery this season. It had me hooked from the beginning. I feel like even more so than season one, but <laughs> I feel like they really jerked us around and purposely confused us with useless clues. And then like Maureen said earlier, useless, stupid storylines just to explain away other minor stuff. Yeah. So like Debbie's illness, Megan having a false, pr- a false positive, the Lisa storyline, no mention of what the heck happened to Megan's whole style between Luke's death and summer 2000? Far too many green ring pops. Although I don't know if we can consider them ring pops more than we can consider them just laziness. 
So I love a good twist that makes you think because that's what we got with season one. Like I still think about that from time to time. Yeah. But I didn't care for all the storylines that they decided to just leave open to interpretations. Like it's okay to have a twist that leaves that open to interpretation. That's really clever writing, but not a whole bunch of storylines that you just choose to not close up. Not 90% of the show. (laughs) You answered 10% of what you put into that show and you left 90% undone. And that ending, honestly, that ending does not make sense unless you're going to continue with the storyline. And really, how can you do that? And I, they better not. Because if you didn't give us more of Jeanette and Kate, who we loved, like, I don't want, no offense, I don't want more Megan and Isabella. Like, if we're going to make it an anthology series, let's make it an anthology series. You can't do that with one season. Unless you want to somehow now come and tie them back together, which there was the Easter egg, which we didn't mention. I don't know if you viewers saw this. I missed it. I just happened to see it on a different Facebook page that when, at some point when Brent and Megan are talking to each other, I'm not even sure exactly when, there's a book that Kate Wallace apparently wrote a book about her days in captivity and all these things laying there that Megan had. So cool twist to bring to show that they exist within the same universe. Mm -hmm. So the only way I'm cool with you continuing this story is if you are somehow going to also tie in some season one characters now that we know that they can exist in the same universe. And let's, I don't know, that's the only way that I accept that. Yeah. And I do get that there was some issues, some strong issues with the production staff and the writing staff going into season two. And a lot of them were not involved in this because of that. And I think that might be why they went anthology because all of those actors who were on season one they were the ones saying, we got a season two. And they were really excited when it was announced. But then after that, there was some sort of argument, discrepancy, something between the staff that worked on season one and the staff that wanted to continue. Yeah. So that's, I think that's when they decided. I don't think it was always intended to be an anthology. I think that's when they decided to do it. Yeah. But that's just conjecture on my part. Which I like, because I think if we continue the story, like we now know these characters well Mm -hmm. enough to know, like we won't be duped by... Jeanette whether she's crazy or Isabella being crazy like you won't be duped by these things like I think if we're going to do more I want it to be brand new characters again Mm -hmm. yep exactly all right so Jeanette what were your takeaways um I purposely didn't write anything down because I didn't I wanted to just speak freely um I agree with what Eve said I will still stand by I think this storyline was more addicting and more fun to theorize as we went through than even season one was um but I think it got too convoluted and I think we had too many things going on. And I, I don't know, were you all just writing as you go, figuring it out as you go? I mean, season felt one like. felt like they had the beginning and the end and then they just worked through the middle to get themselves yep. there. Whereas this one was like, we just started at the beginning and just started writing. and was like, you know what, let's, let's go this way today. Mm-hmm. This sounds good. It just didn't, it did not, clean up as well for me as season one did i agree completely still i mean i still i don't want to say too many terrible things because i still i mean i think back i've had so much fun on these podcasts i've been looking Mm -hmm. forward to them coming up with theories and i think they've done a really good job of making us think about those things i stand by i feel like we needed one more episode where they could have like made this ending flow better we needed Mm -hmm. just a little more time yeah, they they I would even say another 10 just to to flush out all the things that they left out. I mean, it's almost like the things that they left out could be another whole season just on their own because they put too much 
in, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a lot of wasted opportunities. I think they squandered a lot of storylines. And essentially, they filled the season with not just green pops, but outright lies to try to get us to go somewhere else. So they spent so much time focusing on stories that they weren't relevant in the end. If the last episode, or maybe an additional episode, so I agree with you there, if it wasn't played into that or or they answered more questions than, than were raised, it would have been better. But to compare it to the first season... In the first season, they wanted us to think, to keep us guessing. And that was great. That's that's why we got so hooked so fast, because they did an excellent job all the way through. Yeah. But this season, given what the ending was, it seems like they were more concerned about leading us intentionally astray. That was their yeah. sole purpose is let's yeah. make them never, ever know what's going on. And you can do that if you never give anything an ending. So the way they tied up some questions, like Debbie, for instance, it was crap. In, in my opinion, it, it offering only an offhanded comment for an answer. And though I, I did thoroughly enjoy the season as it played out, I really liked it. I, I It kept me guessing more. It kept me more like, what really happened? What are these possibilities? Oh, I bet they're going to go this crazy way. But the last episode, it sort of ruined it for me yeah. because, yeah, it seemed incredibly intricate. It was really, everything was woven together, but we can see by the last episode, Oh, it actually wasn't intricate. It, wasn't. it actually wasn't yeah. woven together. It was just things that were thrown at something. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as intricate as they were playing it up to be. And they weren't really any layers that made sense. So for me, it was just, I loved episodes one through nine. Loved them. Episode 10, it ruined it for me, yeah. which is a bummer. I, I agree. Yeah. I feel like the big, the, all of the useless storylines that were thrown in there, I feel like I would be much better with the season finale if those stupid storylines were made smaller like you know yeah. what I mean? like if they made them smaller so they weren't made to be as mm -hmm. big a deal as they were but yeah like that said it's almost like they were writing from beginning to end and then they got to season they got to episode nine they were like oh, oh crap we gotta wrap this up so <laughs> let's pick and choose what is gonna actually be a thing yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And like those pills, Debbie didn't have to be sick for those pills to be relevant. Nope. She, Debbie wouldn't have had muscle relaxers. So, yeah. and they said that, didn't they say in episode nine, that's what, or eight, that's what it was? Eight or nine? They said it was muscle relaxers. Didn't they say they that? They said that way back because they, they called it benzos and that's. Oh, the sheriff said that. I mean, the, the sheriff... girls when they were putting the pills in. I don't know if they ever actually said, but they looked oh. just, I mean, I think we just all assumed that that was, no, there was one episode where they zoomed in on the bottle, right? And we saw that it was. That was when she was dumping it. Yeah, I saw. And I, she I think... took it out of the the um, Landry's medicine cabinet. Yeah. So, so I even even what you gave Debbie, it didn't explain away why those muscle relaxers were there. So it's just it was we were intentionally led astray, mm -hmm. and it's I, I think that you can still be creative, weaving an intricate story that keeps us guessing, that keeps us on our toes, and we can't fully figure it out while not outright lying and leading us in different directions. Yeah. Because in the first season, they didn't. They never really hid anything. They just didn't, they no. just told you the story in bits and pieces. This one, they they didn't hide anything either, but they threw a whole bunch of information at you that had no impact on anything. And that's that it, that was a mistake. Yeah. But I, I think if they would have tied it all together, if they would have answered all these questions, I think it would have been a stellar season. Absolutely. So uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about Cruel Summer? I still love the show and I can't wait for season three. Make some small improvements. Make it a little better than this season. Get the we old team back together. We believe in you. Just do better. 
I don't know. I was thinking about like, I wonder what if we did do it like another season though, like what time frame I would love them to go back to because we've had 80s. some like, I think mm-hmm. the 80s would be cool Ooh. because I don't think you, you can't go forward anymore. I don't, I mean, for me, or it doesn't feel nostalgic anyways. Exactly. Like, I would think, or like, I feel like the 60s would, that would go mm-hmm. way far back, but I feel like the 60s is just a really cool like era to like, yeah. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun. I, I feel like it would do. be fun and different to go way back into like yeah. the 70s, 60s or something. Yeah. I mean, granted, I wouldn't be able to like jam out to the music like, oh, I remember that, but it would still be fun. You know? I mean, I'd still jam. I love those that music. I so still I, would. But, but it, it wasn't my, it wasn't when I was born. <laughs> this would be, this one was fun for me because I graduated in the year 2000. Yeah. So this, they were all exactly my age. And even, you know, the other ones were, were close. Mm-hmm. So. And I think the other thing I liked about the first season was it was spread out over three years where this was uh-huh. spread over six months. Well, a year. Yes. It was spread out a over year. a year. Yeah. But I, I, that's the other thing I think it didn't work because they threw so much and huge mountainous changes in a year. Yeah. Agreed. It made more sense to lay it out over, over more time. So I think if they have a season three, whatever decade they take it to split it up, make it each one a different year. Yeah. That made that that's one thing about season one that made a whole lot more sense was having it three different years because having three different storylines, but they weren't so evenly spaced out mm-hmm. made us wonder things like what on earth happened to like what was the deal with Megan's goth look? Yeah. And even when she switched over to dressing like Isabel, I mean that made a little more sense, but she she wasn't like skimpy like Isabella. She was just very posh. So what mm-hmm. What made that happen? In the three years, the progression of Jeanette's look made more sense. Yes. So, I mean, I I do hope it gets renewed. I hope that they, honestly, I, I, I know it's not, sure, yeah, but... I know it's not my job to write shows and I know it's an incredibly hard job to do. I know there's a lot of time and effort that they put into it, but my honest comment, my honest thought is I hope they do better because this wasn't it. Yeah. I so think do what I said. I mean, like, start, get yourself a story at the beginning. Do what I said. <laughs> get get the ending and then put it together. But, like, yes. know where you're going because mm-hmm. it felt like we didn't know where we were going mm-hmm. with the story. You know, every time I write a story, my husband asks me all the time, why don't you just write it out? No, I have to do an outline first. I have to know what the big points of the story are mm-hmm. because otherwise it's not going to make sense when you get that. You're going to forget things as you go back. If you write it from start to finish, Yes, some people can do that, but you're going to forget things if you don't have a basic idea of where it's going to go. Right. And they they just messed that up. So, I mean, check out our Cruel Summer group, which is Cruel Summer Family Fan Club. We want to know what you thought about the finale. We want to know what your thoughts were. Hit us up on our YouTube. Please make sure that you are subscribing to our YouTube channel so we can continue to get you content. We know that there's the writer's strike and the, and the actor's strike right now. So, unfortunately, we can't get you interviews right now because the actors who are in SAG, they're not allowed to give interviews discussing their their work and out of respect for them and not wanting to step on anything they are they would be penalized for we are not asking anyone to come on until the strikes are over but in the meantime subscribe to our youtube channel so that we can build our credibility and get you those interviews as soon as the strikes are over make sure you're doing that check out our last netflix review that we are giving you on wednesday that will be family or not family it'll be feel-good movies we're talking about the perfect find happiness for beginners and the outlaws And in the end of August, around the 25th, we will be bringing you a summary of The Summer I Turned Pretty. We're waiting until it's all done. And um, we all are very passionate about this show and which team we're on. So it might be a longer episode, but we are going to lay out our cases for you. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of that. If you have not watched that yet, it is on Amazon Prime. Go ahead and watch it there. There's only going to be 10 episodes. I think they just did, what, episode six? 
just came out yesterday? Yes, there's only eight episodes, actually. Oh, there's only eight. Oh, okay. Yes, which last season was only seven. So here I thought next week was our final. I'm happy to report there will be two more. Two more. more. Okay. (laughs) So make sure you're watching that. Tune into our episodes and make sure you're interacting with us. Let Let us know what you think of our podcast. Let us know what you think of what we say. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are your theories? We want to hear them all. So on that note, we will see you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, FamilyFanClub2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.